Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dunk You Very Much. This is Central Taipei's number one English language MBA podcast. Your host, Sam Yarbs, with me, as always, my good friend and co-host, Matthew Von Ryan. Matthew. Happy to be here. Happy to spend my Christmas Eve with you, motherfuckers. It's almost Christmas. We're getting close to it. We might pass it in this pod. We'll see how it goes, man. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Christmas, uh, the, the Toronto Raptors, they feel slighted. Slighted that there's no Raptors game. Why? They're one of the best teams in the East. They Number have been two. for many years. Yeah. Two All-Stars. Uh, DeRozan and Lowry, I've been on record saying we want to play a Christmas game. Mm-hmm. Why? Why don't they have a Christmas game? Because they're boring. Because they're boring as fuck. They're boring as fuck. They're boring as fuck. No one wants they're to watch you. Super, super boring. I watch yeah. them play like the Lakers or something. They could take the Wolves' place, maybe. Just have a purple off the between purple, like, like go old school, old school Raps jerseys and go Lakers. Loser has to lose the color. Lose, loser can I'd never wear that. purple okay, again. Okay, I'd watch that. That would be badass if every team started playing like that. Like, you say, Majir, are you listening for colors? Yeah, that's play nice. for yeah. color. Ooh, that's Adam nice. Silver. That's play that for one's color. for free. Merry yeah, Christmas, Adam Silver. That's how you make their regular season fun. It is Christmas here. Here in Taiwan, and Christmas in Taiwan is a special time of year where you wake up early on Christmas morning mm. and then do nothing differently because Taiwanese people don't celebrate Christmas. It's, you teaching the... You go to your normal job and you do your normal day because it's not special or different you watch, at all. You walk past a fake... Christmas trees in front of every department store or a nice restaurant. Yeah. Oh, the stores like Christmas because Taiwanese people still buy stuff. They, they don't need an excuse to buy stuff. They've but, joined uh, in on this aspect of Christmas. They have got in on the on the, the, on, the on the buying things and the, and, the, and some of the gift Consuming. giving. Yeah, they, they buy stuff. but um, And they go out to dinner, but they do not take the day off. So we'll be working tomorrow. But while we are, we'll be thinking about you guys. And by the time we finish our work, uh, the day will have wrapped up and we'll be able to go back home and catch these amazing Christmas games we talked about in our last pod. I'm so excited. If you missed that one, double back. Check that out. Don't you very why you much, have Pod. NBA League Pass. You gotta get it for the Christmas Day or games. Or for our cheap friends, NBA. Replay TV. Replay. Yeah. <laughs> They're uploading like within 12 hours yeah, now. They're not even doing 24 hours anymore. I'm yeah. finished. Cheap friends. Um, <laughs> anyway. Well, thank you for the nice beer, my cheap friends. Matt and I are coming at you tonight with a little bit of a, a special night before Christmas pod. Uh, we have one night before Santa Claus comes down and and and. and and stuffs our stockings full of Christmas merriment. And what do we want? We want only things from the NBA. That's all we care about. It's all we talk about. It's all we care about. It's, our, it's basically our only friendship. Sam and I used to be friends. We've never hung out outside of the podcast. Occasionally after the podcast, we get out of fucking line. We get really, really, really wasted. But all yeah. we care about is the NBA. All we care about is the NBA, yeah. yeah. And well, then drinking. And Matt, I feel bad about that. I'd like to invite you to come to my next comedy show and buy a ticket. I'm happy to have you there. <laughs> happy to have some paying customers. Happy to Sam, have if, if you want to invest in my Bitcoin funds, I'm happy to. We'll talk about that off pod. That's not part of my Christmas wish list. Uh, so we've got a couple of, of wishes, a couple of things that we hope Santa will bring us before before this NBA season wraps up. Uh, and in the spirit of Christmas, I'll kick it off. Uh, the first thing that I hope that uh, NBA Santa brings me, what I want, Matt, most uh, above peace on earth, above goodwill towards men, uh, I want healthy players in the NBA. Yeah. I want player health. That is my first Amen. NBA wish is player health, especially for Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. especially for Isaiah Thomas, 
I hope he comes back at full Good strength. Good <laughs> Yeah, your least favorite NBA <laughs> player. I hope that the I hope the NBA can be healthy uh, in the second half. I hope that even the even the the intrigue added to the Warriors having Curry go down. I is I'd rather see them at full strength if we're gonna if we're gonna really test this team mm. against the bounds of history. Let's have yeah. them at full strength. Let's have every team at full strength. Let's hope for good health. It's been a relatively good first half. Uh, a disastrous yeah. start to the year uh, I think it's for my team. Average. Uh, well, oh yeah, you Hayward Kawhi. You had like Jeremy Lin going down early. Uh, we, those dreads. Man. We live in Taiwan. We missed those dreads. We missed the dreads. So uh, I, yeah, that's my first wish. Is he and, the uh, only NBA player with dreads? No, <laughs> he's got another, Solomon Hill. Does he have dreads? I don't know. Uh, we gotta look that up. That's the big one. If you know uh, another NBA player with dreads, dunk you very much pod at gmail.com. Let us and know. And if you can name another Asian player with dreads, we'll <laughs> send you a bottle of famous grass. We'll send you a big bottle of famous grass. Um, yeah, player health. Uh, uh, from, I, I put Embiid and Thomas as my top two. Who else would you, if you could divinely protect, if you could put a force field around their meniscus and ACL, what other player would you uh, would you protect? You know, I really think Boston is uh, a legit team. Not just a contender out of the East, but a team that could beat Golden State. And I want to see Hayward back at full health. Like, right. You know, there's videos of him shooting and kind of playing yeah. and messing around. They're saying maybe April, maybe playoffs. The team's not saying this, but sources are saying right. this. So, you know, we don't know. Maybe it'll be next year, but I would love to see him come back in April get into form, and be uh, be healthy for the playoffs. Like, yeah. That would be amazing. That would be incredible, yeah. Plus Greg Oden for the Blazers. Greg Oden. Yeah, Greg Oden comeback. A long-awaited Greg He's Oden He's only like 28. I know, right? He's that's legitimately 28. That's crazy, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was the Durant year. I mean, yeah, it's like he's not – it's not – inconceivable where's Darwin now is he playing ball is he is he nah, Europe yeah, but, uh, he uh he went to Miami played a season and then went to China played a season and then gave it up you know it's tough to be like that tall like yeah. you're like it's kind of a weird thing to say but like you're a genetic mutation like yeah you shouldn't be this tall like it's a weird thing it's great for NBA basketball yeah. it's hard for life like everything yeah. in life is is uh is difficult yeah it's difficult and like even myself, like being six foot one in Taipei, like there's a hundred ninety five centimeters. <laughs> yeah, whatever I am in CM, like there's a million umbrellas at my eye level. <laughs> like and in Taiwan, like they also use umbrellas when it's sunny. So it's like it's, it's, every day is it's a it's horrible threat. for me. Like no, you don't even understand. Like the the point of the umbrella is right at my eye level, yeah. and I, I always walk up and down the street. Like, uh, I'm flexing. Like, I'm like Joe Rogan after a workout or something. <laughs> Why do they put points on the end of the umbrella? Like, what? The, I guess... I guess to point for... To blind foreigners. To blind foreigners, yeah. Just like a soft, rounded curve. Yeah, now yeah, I'm imagining umbrellas that's flying That's a really by. good point. But uh, so you'd pretend... Yeah, Gordon Hayward coming back. Uh, I mean... I wish we could see like a full season of healthy Embiid. That would be so cool. I hope Fultz. Isaiah Thomas comes I mean, back I at full Fultz strength. I, I, think I hope his, Isaiah Thomas retires. But uh, I think Fultz's brain is. Bro- I'm ignoring that Isaiah Thomas comment. I'm ignoring all. You actually now think he's good. Future yes, think he's a good player. I don't think I know he's a good player. I've seen wow. him be an amazing player. I've seen him be like a top five player. It was incredible last year. I saw his Cavaliers press conference with Jay Crowder where like. <laughs> We made the we made the Boston revival. We we're responsible for that. 
Yeah, cool. Boston's a lot better without you, and now <laughs> Jack Crowder sucks, and you're on their bench. They're better with Kyrie. They're better with Kyrie, and they're better with the incredible leap that these young players have taken. That's, a, that's a, I, no. I, Isaiah Thomas is the king in the fourth. That guy was a top five MVP. Because every last time year. he comes off the bench, they're up by ten. He gives up the lead, and it's like, whoa, he hits a game-winning shot. That is <laughs> demonstrably that. false. That he is demonstrably does that. false. I, I agree. Like he has a game-winning shot again and again. But like, how does he keep blowing these leads? That is completely false, Asperius. So and you, so you, you I, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Like there are down points. You, you would say it more often than not. Last year, when he comes off the bench, they're they're down points. Like they're down eight, and he leads them back. Because I feel no. like every time I watched them, they were up They were a winning they team. Gave, they, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, and they, no, and, but his fourth quarter scoring efficiency was insane. Yeah, yeah. They had no, like, fourth quarter, you know you know NBA. Pretend like you all of a sudden don't know NBA. The fourth quarter is where defenses tighten up and, t- and, and this, the, the hardest Except quarter to score in. Isaiah Thomas' defense. I know what you're doing right now. This is called projecting, all right? It's when something close to you has hurt you. I know Damian Lillard has been your point guard for many, many years, and seeing (laughs) offense-only point guards who can't play any D has deeply scarred your psyche. Don't take it out on the little man. Don't take it out on the little man. At least Damian Lillard's over six foot tall, and and just length alone can play a little bit of defense. That I mean, and he's not he's not ranked statistically by NBA.com as the worst defense. Defensive player in the NBA because he is Four injured 12. and now not Four. playing. No, in no, the last NBA. year, last year, last year. When he was <laughs> yeah, because Isaiah Thomas was playing. <laughs> You're lashing out. You're lashing out at the things that hurt you, man. Isaiah Thomas is a great player, and I want to see him come back because I actually think legitimately that I think he could help the Cavaliers. I think that he would be a help. To the LeBron is sh- like shouldering like a superhuman load on offense right now, and having another guy like that I think would be it would a be a big yeah. And I mean they're already be good on a pretty bad yeah. defensive team. Like yeah, you know, yeah. this is going to continue to have outscore the them. defensive team. Yeah. So Houston's doing. Houston's yeah. defense is horrible. But I think they're. I want to check that. I think Houston is actually doing pretty well. But points per game. I mean, the, the it, number it of possessions. Which metric mm-hmm. you choose, mm-hmm. like points per possession or points per game. Mm-hmm. So maybe, yeah, points per game. I mean, the number of possessions that 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 offense gives up, yeah, for sure, this is going to be more. But, yeah, on an individual basis. Anyway, um, yeah, goodwill towards men and health towards players. That's my first NBA. All right. For me, the the team that confuses me the most and the coach that confuses me the most, Popovich. And, you know, Popovich, the reason why he confuses me is... They always have these weird players like that Portland drafted <laughs> <laughs> and let go and wave. Or just like they have Can't like, wait for Zach Collins <laughs> <laughs> starting center for the Spurs. I mean Patty Mills was a lot of traffic and just like they have all these weird players like who are these guys? Like there's no like oh this guy played at Duke. It's like this guy played at Southern Missouri and he wasn't a starter. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. Like they have all these weird guys. And <laughs> Even Kawhi Leonard was like the 14th pick, and they de- they've developed him into a star. Yeah. But I want to see Greg Popovich coach a blue chip player, and I understand that Duncan was that, mm-hmm. but uh, he's sort of a humble blue chip player. He's sort of a sort of like a team player. I want to see Popovich coach like a Westbrook or LeBron. I want to mm. see him coach a blue chip player and see how the Popovich mind. And change their game and make them more efficient. I mean, Ty Lue, uh, Billy Donovan, these, these are not like the yeah. greatest minds in the NBA. I want to see Popovich coach a blue chip, like blue blood. Like this guy was famous since he's been 16. Right. Like, 
just this kind of player. Not, not like the, the Tim Duncan blue blood who stayed at Wake Forest for three years so he finished all his homework. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's Tim like, Duncan is Tim Duncan is the guy in class. Minor like, exception. He's the guy in class raising his hand being like, oh, teacher, you forgot to assign his homework. Like, yeah, literally, he's like, sitting in the front row. I yeah. want someone in the back row who's... It was too cool for school. Too cool for school doing that. Well, uh, you're in luck now. I don't know if you pay attention to their offseason acquisitions, but they got a little someone named Rudy Gay on their team. So talk about alpha dogs. San Antonio's got you covered. They're, they're, you're, all, you're all good right there. All right, cross it off the list. Cross it off the list. You're wishing to take it. That would be interesting, man. Like, how do you think that he would manage a, like, what do you think, like, a LeBron would be the most interesting. Um, I think LeBron would follow him. LeBron's smart enough to realize, like, this is, like, a great coach. Yeah. Like, this guy's smarter than me. What was but, the history with, uh, with, yeah, no, sorry, no, I was, I, 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 I thinking back to the Miami Heat and the, uh, and, and the Pat Riles comeback, but Ry, Riley came back and coached the Dwayne Wade Shaq team. Riley never coached the, the big three team. That was all, that was Spolstra all, all of those years. Right, but there was calling in the first year of Spolstra. Because that's what he did to Van Gundy. That's what he did to Stan Van Gundy when when Shaq came over, right? Okay, so that yeah, I was mixing up my Heat eras there. So I was trying to think if LeBron had ever really played under that kind of coach. He really, really has not. You know, what Mike Brown in Cleveland. By the Uh, way, Mike Brown is being paid. Byron Scott. This is a this is the most interesting thing in the NBA, in my, in my opinion. <laughs> Mike Brown is being paid. He gets three paychecks: one from the Cavaliers, one from the Lakers, and one from the Cavaliers. He gets three paychecks still. Wait, in this day, he gets paid two three, different ones from the Cavaliers. Yeah, from or, from his first tenure, from the Lakers, and from his last tenure. That's amazing. That's insane. That's so he, he gets three paychecks every month. Her team's. Who doesn't go? And I think he might be like an assistant on like the Lakers or Golden State. I've seen him around. Yeah, I think he's an assistant. On he's getting Golden four State. checks. Oh my god! That's and the smallest one is for his job. My new <laughs> Christmas wish is I want to be Mike Brown. That's amazing. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. So see to see Popovich coach a true alpha dog. That would be I incredible. Want to see that. I wonder if it will happen. I don't know, Pop. I don't know how many years he wants to keep doing it. I mean, as long as he wants to do be on the sidelines, he will be. Yeah. Interesting to see him kind of emerge this year as this kind of like voice of NBA consciousness, like the way he's kind of addressed things uh, politically and stuff like that. Steve Kerr as well. Um, yeah, I've uh, been interesting. Um, be an asshole whenever someone asks a question that's beneath him. Yeah, yeah, right. It's, he's kind of calmed down on that a bit, right? Like, is that he, uh, he did it once this year? Did it once this year? Just like kind of like what did like went all pop. Yeah, uh, it is. It is insane sometimes. Um, all right. Well, my second uh, NBA wish. Let's stay in the Western Conference right here. Um, you look at kind of the way the Western Conference has kind of stratified itself. Uh, we're seeing a little bit of that early stratification with the uh, Houston rushing off to the, the hot start, Golden State right up there with them, and the San Antonio Spurs up there uh, in the high 20 wins. Then you have kind of the, the Denver and, and Minnesota are kind of at that 4 and 5. Oklahoma City going up there as well. Portland in the mix. T- rounding out the, the playoff picture right now would be the, would be the Pelicans with um, the... Uh, uh, Who's the team I'm missing? That's just on the outside right now. Utah Jazz? Or, or maybe one team above them. Uh, in any case, I would like to see... Uh, you have that top three. Houston, San Antonio, and, uh, and Golden State, obviously. I would really want to see one of these Western Conference teams really put it together and make a run 
to make a, 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 a solid top four. Because mm. right I now like it, it looks like whoever the top seed in the West is is going to have an easy second round matchup right now. But I would like, right now I think it'd be Minnesota. It'd be Houston-Minnesota. I don't think any of us but, think but that would be. that's an easy matchup. Like, yeah. I don't think we feel that would be competitive right now. I, I want to see one I of these Western every... Conference teams throw it together and make a, a, a dominant. And maybe that's OKC. Maybe that's Denver. You know, maybe, I don't know. Um, Definitely not Denver. Denver just beat the Warriors, man, without Curry. But <laughs> they, beat, they beat the Warriors. Not the Warriors. Held them to 86 points. Yeah, injury hell. Um, I think 4-10, to 10, I think all those teams, they need to make a trade if they're going to get in that category. Right. I don't think it's just like, oh, we figured it out. Mm. Maybe with OKC, they can figure it out because they played well. They beat Atlanta. Hawks by two points at home. Yeah, last night <laughs> in the in the in the nest, right? In the aviary. What's the Hawks called? No, no, sorry. At, at, in OKC. Oh, in the Thunder. Oh, and they oh, beat them oh. by two points. So oh, I guess, oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, Schroeder's really point cards. But but this was the first game that Carmelo agreed to play off the ball, and right. the team kind of makes sense, and they have some things to figure out. But other than that, like there's no thing where it's like, oh, Mo Harkless should be our point guard, or like. Moody, I shouldn't play. Like the other teams, they're just sort of they are what they are. Mm. So barring a trade, I don't know who's gonna get to that fourth seed. Minnesota yeah. has it now, but I don't see Minnesota like making it like a jumping up a tier. You know, yeah. Minnesota because, because was... now we have one, two, three, and then mm. we have four to ten. Minnesota was close to me. You asked in the last pod about teams that I thought being potential bubble teams that then their bubble might burst. Minnesota was the more ambitious one that I wanted to kind of look at. They were the team that I might have. Yeah. I went with Phoenix as a as a much smaller bubble, but Minnesota's the team. Like going into the year, I didn't buy the hype for Minnesota or for Philadelphia. Philadelphia's recent slide has kind of validated, you know. The, the aggressive under we took on their preseason over-under. Remember, Minnesota was the team favored to make the biggest jump. 17 wins 17. from their over-under. 17, what the fuck? And now they're in the, the fourth seed. They're on, they're on they're pace, on pace to, yeah. to get close to that. Uh, to so they're actually on pace. Uh, they're the team that I would see next as maybe going hitting a schneid right now. I just don't... Uh, Can the, they trade one of their young guys? Because Anthony Towns, man, that guy, I, I don't see it. I, I, he's... Yeah. I, I don't see he'll ever get better. Like he's just ever too get slow. better. You look Alex Lynn or Valanciunas on defense, on defense, defensively. Okay, yeah, yeah. And only slightly better on offense. Like I don't, I, I don't I see it. Like he doesn't move. He doesn't move. Doesn't do anything that's impressive. I think he's just gonna be the empty calorie, empty calorie guy. And if the team gets better, then maybe they need to move off of him. Off of Carl Anthony Towns. That would be an bang, bang. That'd, be a, that'd be an ambitious move for a team that has missed the playoffs for years and now sitting in the fourth seed to trade their supposedly franchise center. I mean, I'd, I'd see Wiggins being moved before him, even though they just gave Wiggins that max. The way that Wiggins is really not like hitting, hitting from the outside. But yeah, what, what do you like about Wiggins? Defensive? His, his athleticism. Yeah, just a peak Keep athlete. him for now. Yeah. Don't sign him for his next contract. You know, this kind yeah. of guy, like, they fade fast, but, like, He's so athletic and just he he can throw it down. He can hit the the runner, the the bank shot. Like, yeah, he can get to. I, I yeah. love his athleticism. When you're that athletic, it's easier to get to the line. Yeah, I thought that was <laughs> crazy. We gotta bag up the. Yeah, 
Thank plastic you. bag. Remind, thought I was about Matt's neighbor's trying to kick him out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I would like to see one of those teams uh, pieces together. Is is OKC going to round into form and become a true top four contender? Are they going to hit? I that would peak? say yes. That would be my team choice. The, what do you think? They're the peak team. Yeah. They're, they're for me. They're the one with with the most potential. Denver as always intrigues me. I, I had a hard on for them at the beginning of the year. Um, the Sam said on this podcast, it's recorded that Emmanuel Mounier. Will be the most improved player. I don't know if I technically said that. Oh, was, yeah. was on we the drink podcast. a lot during these podcasts, that all right? And that was that was, that was most a pre, improved. That was a preseason. Uh, I, th- I thought I, th- I think I said something like I hope he wins most improved player. Same as a guarantee. As a, he locked it down. We'll go. Yeah, you can safe you can safely say that knowing that no one listened to our early podcast. Um, yeah, those, I've, I've I've loved I loved them without Millsap. I think that's a that's a tough. Yeah, that's Millsap's a tough been out for like he's gonna be out for a few more months. Yeah. Jokic has been out. Like that team is yeah. just Jokic's back now, but uh, he's yeah. back now. Okay, but he's, he's been out for a little bit. Yeah, I think Millsap's still out for a couple. They got months. a tough like, slide without him. Yeah, like still fifth in the West right now. But. That's your whole team though. Like when you have yeah. your starting center out, like yeah, another <laughs> team. But uh, they're also. Yeah. They're a trade candidate because they have assets. Certainly, certainly. They have yeah. assets. Because I would say of the other teams like Jazz, Portland, New Orleans. Yeah. Definitely not New Orleans. Like, yeah, New Orleans got no pieces to move. They have yeah. no pieces to move. And uh, I think Denver has a lot. They have a lot yeah. of young guys. Denver like has Will Barton, like, uh, also a Portland draft pick. <laughs> but, uh, uh, like, you know, people could... Buy high on him, like he. Fareed, you, you could get a thing for him. He's yeah. kind of stuck in that front court rotation, getting more minutes now. Obviously, with Millsap you out, talk yourself like, into it. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy like yeah, high energy guy, definitely like could be a piece. Like Fareed kind of strikes me as like a as a as a potential like Cleveland player. I That's know. exactly what I was gonna say. He seems Sam, like a Cleveland guy. Yeah, I wanted to know why we're such good friends. This is exactly <laughs> why he's a Cleveland guy. Yeah, and I was thinking the Brooklyn pick for. Mm. Oh, okay, so here's what you do with the Brooklyn pick if mm-hmm. you're if you're the Cavaliers. Yeah, you trade for it to help the help this year, but you also build for the future. You don't trade yeah. for like a Carmelo Anthony, Carmelo Anthony on the expiring yeah. deal. You trade for Denver. Uh, you get the Manimal. Mm-hmm. You get Jamal Murray. Ooh. And maybe not much else. Yeah, you might not get much else. After maybe that. just that. But then you have like Jamal, you have like your point guard of the future. So like yeah. LeBron, like this dude is good and he can help you score. He's like a carry, you know? Yeah. Carry light. And he's good for you. And he's better than Jose Calderon. He's better than Derek Rose. Yeah. And it's good for this. And if you leave, we have a, a plan for the future. That's an, inter- that's an interesting one. I like that. I haven't mm-hmm. heard that one floated out before. I wonder. What I do is it's what we do. Thank you very much. We dropped knowledge. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder who. That's interesting. Is Jamal Murray enough of a young building piece that that Cleveland gets rid of the that pick for him? Where, look, well, let's, let's start with the Brooklyn pick. Oh, okay. Where do you think that Brooklyn pick finishes this year? Where do you think that pick's gonna finish? Probably eight. Looks around there, right? Yeah. It. It. it it's. It's like eight big, to it's, twelve. It's, it's just like balancing your ten. Bitcoin range, like, <laughs> like six to ten every day. You check it, you don't know what it's gonna be. And I feel like yeah, like I feel like the lowest it's gonna be is probably six, mm-hmm. and the highest is probably ten. Yeah, somewhere yeah, six to ten. Yeah, that's better than eight to twelve range. Six to ten. Yeah, I feel like. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. That's a, that's a, You might be able to get Wilson Chandler too. What about Manimal, Wilson Chandler, and Jamal Murray? 
I don't think that. that. I, I, don't, think, I don't know. But Denver would have to. Yeah, I don't know if Denver would do that. Also, I don't know if like uh, if like because you got to get something young back for them. Jamal Murray is a young guy, yeah. definitely. But like, how much sense does he make if LeBron leaves? I don't know. I mean, you go well, back I, to the. I think it makes sense. Yeah, if, but then you keep as far Isaiah. as like like no, I don't. I don't Isaiah's definitely gone. Isaiah will be yeah. in like the Euro League next year. Oh my god. No, some team will so get him back. Overtly insulting. But he's not with he's not with Cleveland next year. No way. Not a chance. I, I think you have to build a team that LeBron wants to stay with. Mm-hmm. And so like just renting guys and like, mm-hmm. hey Isaiah, do you want to resign? Hey, like uh, Kevin Love, do you want to resign? Like it doesn't really like yeah. appeal to LeBron. Like he's smarter than that. He's above that. Yeah. You, so you build the team. You build a young team. Like, what is he going to go Lakers or 76ers? Yeah. Houston, which, holy shit, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, you you got to build a team around him and, you know, get the young talent, get some, you know, keep the keep the old veterans too as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, have a path for LeBron back. Yes, I want to be on this path. Right. Not be like, we have nothing. Hey, LeBron, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> and he, like, looks <laughs> around like, Join this shit pile where like yeah. okay if I join you'll try to add thing add pieces but yeah. like like why not just build it and then it's like hey LeBron we have this thing we have a vision why, why not have a vision yeah holy shit why not have a vision like if I had an NBA franchise I would probably have a vision yeah uh, yes that's that's very very interesting scene to keep an eye on yeah that'd be Denver definitely seems like the team with pieces to move and. Uh, and Fareed just does seem like a Cleveland player. I don't know why. Uh, oh, he'd be good on that team. He would be good on that team, yeah. Kevin Love. He'd be like what they wanted from uh, from Crowder. And then yeah. actually, they actually got Crowder. So, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, that'd be tough one. So, what was your second NBA wish, man? What, what's the second thing that you hope that uh, that Santa and his elves are, are up late tonight working on in their workshop? All right, so there's three types of cryptocurrency. There's Bitcoin. Jesus Christ, man. You're really beating <laughs> on this fucking cryptocurrency horse, man. Our fans are going to I it. get it that you lost money this week because you relax. <laughs> Made a lot of money. <laughs> so, the first tier is Bitcoin, which I have very, very little of. The, mm-hmm. se- the second tier is altcoins, uh, alternative mm-hmm. coins. Mm-hmm. Coins that they're basically the same as Bitcoin, can possibly replace coins. Mm-hmm. And then the third tier, which I own the majority of, is called shit coins. <laughs> <laughs> The majority of my stake is in shit coins, <laughs> coins that could, that are pennies on the dollar and could possibly one day be the next Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I, I I'm looking at teams who uh, who could possibly build their their shit coins of players. <laughs> no, does it make it makes sense? This is a tortured <laughs> metaphor. No, it's <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. It, who who can build their their small stake their they're very little investment into a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so for me, it's the Sacramento Kings. I think they have a lot I still of... I love this king, yeah. I, have, I think they have a lot of shit coins. I think they have a, a lot of coins that are not worth a lot of money. I think they have a lot of players that are just, you know, Scalabre yeah. like, Willie Cauley-Stein, Buddy Heald, like, all these players, like, if you, if you call them up, and you offer a second round pick, you might be able to get these players. Like the, 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 maybe maybe they wouldn't trade them, but that's what their trade value should be. Right. And I think this is for me. This is the team where I think I look at them and I think this could be a team. Not mm-hmm. now, not next year. 
Yeah. And not the year after that, but maybe the three or four years. Like I think this this team has a possibility to uh, to actually build something because I, I like I like their pieces, and I think investing low. So the question is about choose a team or mm-hmm. just a single player, just a single player you like mm-hmm. that you can invest low in and be like, oh, I have Waiters Island, you know, like okay, I, yeah. I, I'm going to go with, yeah, it's a long metaphor. You're going to buy low on... So, for me, it's the Kings. Like, put me on Kings Island. I like their young pieces. I think they have the makings of a team. The veterans are really awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Hill came out last week and said, uh, I only signed this this deal because the ownership promised me we would be a contender. And, of course, the truth is he only signed the contract because they were the, only the team. other team wanted him. And, yeah, yeah. and he got $20 million from them. But uh, He promised to be content. Like, that's what he said. Did he, he look at their roster? Said. That's what he said. That's, that's amazing. That's what he said. Did but, he uh, look <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it was so ridiculous. But, uh, but anyways, like... <laughs> Do you think it was a G League team? Like, this team's got a good shot. We're gonna we win. can win the G League championship. We can League. Yeah, it's going to be great, yeah. So a player or a team that you want to buy low on because you think that's a good investment. Yeah, I take the Eastern Conference Kings, the uh, the Brooklyn Nets, man. Mm. The Brooklyn Nets. Uh, as yeah. a team or the players? Uh, as, as as a team. As I, I okay. like, I really like the everything I've read about Sean Marks and everything that's going in, on with that team and then, and what they're doing and and the way that they're trying to build. I really like that. I yeah. I, I like them trading for for Jaleel Okafor despite the fact that he might. Like, that is what you do if you're the net. You don't have your own pick. So Dude. roll the dice on someone else's, you know, top three pick, you know? Like, like you know, this guy was a top three pick. Like, maybe there's got to be something for him. Like, yeah, we've seen, you know, we've it's been demonstrated to us that he is not a competent NBA player. But the same thing, like, the same thing motivating that D'Angelo Russell, like, trade. Not, you know, obviously, Russell had more upside than uh, than Okafor certainly has, but that's what you do. Like they're making the moves that I like that they would do. Their their roster doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it shouldn't because they're a terrible rebuilding team. They run and they they turn the ball over a ton. They give up a ton of points. They're horrible defensively, but they play like a modern NBA offense at least. So it's like there's pieces that you look at and you see like okay, this is like I see this is an NBA team. And D'Angelo Russell looks really good, man. And like and it's coming together. And they now have the second and third player in the 2015 draft. It's crazy. D'Angelo Russell, Okafor, for a team who has no picks. Like, yeah. I was like, this team is fucked. Like, yeah. this team is running to the ground. They gambled. Yeah. I like the gamble. They, they took a gamble on some superstars. What's not? It, 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 it didn't work it. out. They gave up a little bit too many future picks. Yeah. But they assumed the picks were going to be like, you know, 29th or something. Well, Billy King assumed they were going to be yeah. 29th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not well, the current whatever. ownership but regime. I, I think yeah. at the time, I don't think anyone really hated that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too much. But now they have the second and third pick of the 2015. Yeah. By the way, now it's 2017. Is these are young players, and you have absolutely both. and guys who've been in like who were unhappy and unhappy. They found like the least happy potential young players, and they just nabbed them for like you know Trevor Booker and a second rounder. Chip on the shoulder. Yeah, just grab those guys, and why not give them out there, throw them minutes, and 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 let them and let them run and go at it. Like they're doing everything that like I like, and then after this year, they they're gonna get their picks back, you know, and they're still gonna be bad. But then they're going to have a, a what seems to be a pretty competent management group running the shots. I like buying low on the Brooklyn Nets right now. That mm-hmm. team's in New York. 
they had maybe you forget like when that team first moved from New Jersey to Brooklyn, it was all about like this team is gonna get free. People want to be in New York. People want to play for New York. People want to play. Jay Z's a partial owner. They want to play for this guy. Prokhorov, I believe, has sold forty nine percent of his stake to a Chinese tech billionaire. Wow, I didn't and know that. It's projected is that, it and it's within Jack Ma? within the next four years. No, it's one of the other founders of Alibaba. It's uh, uh, Jack Ma's partner in Alibaba. Oh, we're dropping some deep knowledge. Yeah, yeah and within What's the motherfuckers, they know some things. Over Let's the next four years, the that guy is going to completely buy out the rest of Prokhorov's stake. So Prokhorov is, is is his disastrous ownership regime is coming to an end. The Kremlin sanctions finally caught up to him. If we don't win the championship, if I do thousand fifteen, I will get married to my girlfriend. <laughs> so, hey bitch, two thousand seventeen. I'm selling my team. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm selling this Chinese guy who's fucking loaded. <laughs> like, I'm good. gonna fuck his Chinese wife. <laughs> this guy is super, super loaded. Um, yeah, so I mean, I like. Yeah, I buy low on the uh, on the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, dude, and Okafor has been, like, he's been amazing in, yeah. in Brooklyn. Like, in the, he's, so he's, so far he's played seven games. Mm. Sorry, he, he's been in the Boston, he's been in the uniform for seven games. Yeah. And he's sat on the bench for six of them. <laughs> he's only played one game for two minutes. It's, that's weird, that's weird. Like, he goes to this team, this team is so bad, yeah. he doesn't play. Like, holy fuck, like, is this guy just... You must like. What are they seeing? Like, in, I, I saw him like a couple games during the season. You, like, you drunk text me like, Okafor is amazing. I was like, which like <laughs> there's a new Okafor? <laughs> Did the Mavs like draft a D League star <laughs> Okafor? Like, what the fuck are you talking? about? Sam watched one Okafor game, and it was the only he only played one game for Philadelphia this whole year. Mm-hmm. Sam watched it. Sam texted me. He's amazing, and yeah, he was. Yeah, like you look he, good. He, yeah, he, but he, he puts I, up points. But he doesn't play for Brooklyn. Yeah, he's yeah, been no. there. He's been yeah. there for seven games, six games. Coach's decision did not play. Brooklyn's got too much depth, man. That's why I picked them as my. I got you. All right. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, Brooklyn's got too much depth. When your wow. roster's built that that fucking deep, man, you uh, yeah, you gotta be um, yeah. So um, uh, that's that that that'd be my buy low. That'd be my buy low pick. All right. Um. My next, uh, my next Christmas wish list right now um, is uh, I really want this Christmas is the Los Angeles Lakers to be as shitty as I think they are. Um, I want them to suck. The Sam's Celtics notes say Lakers to suck. Lakers to suck. Yeah, I want the Lakers to suck, man. If we get their pick, Boston gets their pick if it falls between the two and the five. Not going to happen. You think not? I, really? I, I, I'm going to look it up right now. Break it down for me. They're not. They keep winning at home, man. This is the fucking. They problem. don't have their own pick. Like, why would they lose? Because they're. Well, they get they get their pick if, unless it's two through five. They should try to be the worst team. If it's the number one pick, then they get that. Um. I yeah. Thought, who's? So I just googled NBA draft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, so the yeah the one, Sixers sent Joel Embiid. The, the Lakers. The first thing they said was, "Don't use ad block." There was a, a video of Celtics like a Sixers. Is, right, that, is that Danny Ainge? No, that's not Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge is a little blonde Mormon There's boy. There's some like, white dude. That's probably Celtics. Wick Grossbeck, the owner of the team. This is really Wick not Grossbeck. a compelling podcast presentation. Let's get back to it. I want the Lakers to suck, man. Uh, the, the league is better when the Lakers suck. Um, I think the league is better when the Knicks are good and when the Lakers suck. Uh, I think that that is the... Um, 
I think <laughs> I think that's what makes the NBA world go round. I think that's what makes everything good. Um, having the Lakers be good, having the Lakers even be fun is not fun. I don't like them even being enjoyable. Um, I don't like it. Yeah. So if we did it right now, the... so we're on. We we got to give a shout out to Tankathon, possible future sponsor. Tankathon, they uh, they show you the the order of the teams most likely to get the the first pick, and then also the second round picks. And they also include trades and where the trade came from. Right. So second if, round picks have a lot of information right. came from. A so team. if the Lakers pick, that's his interest. I didn't know this. If the Lakers pick is not two through five, it goes to Philadelphia, which is why it yeah. shows right now. If the the pick at the at, at currently the Lakers would be the eighth worst team. I have the eighth worst eighth worst odds. So they um. And the Brooklyn pick would be number 10 right now. Yeah, I, I mean... This is interesting. This is why, uh, yeah... The, Memphis Lakers would have, be the number three. Lakers have nothing to lose because uh, they're losing their pick They lose way. their pick either way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either going to Philadelphia or to... It would become a Sacramento Boston. pick, which it, despite your by-low recommendation, I would love to have next year's Sacramento pick too. That'd be fine with me It's as a well. hold. It's a, it, it, I'm not daily trading. <laughs> <laughs> you, buy, you buy the Sacramento stock and you hold it for a couple I just years. want the Lakers to suck. I think that, um, uh, like, who likes... No one likes the balls. There's no reason to like the balls. Like, let's have that guy suck. He's Let's just have him suck. Um, Pretty horrible father. Who wants a Lopez to be on a good team? That guy sucks. Let's get a Lopez on a bad like team, Lopez. whatever like that. You like the Lopez? Which I've, I've always we've argued with this before. You always, I always argue how he's good, and you always said he's he's never been on a good team. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> it's interesting part. What about that Stanford Final Four run? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I want the Lakers to suck anyway. That might be more of a personal point. Uh, do you have anything? This is uh, this is almost more interesting looking at the at how the next year's draft would finish. This yeah, year, yeah. We were talking about before. I mean, but things will change. You know, teams will teams will buy or teams will sell, and uh, yeah, there's definitely gonna be a lot of up and down. I, I think Atlanta is. Uh, I think they're locking up the, the first. Round I think Atlanta's taking care of business. They're getting the number one pick. They're like fuck, fuck, waiting till Christmas to tank. We're gonna suck all goddamn year long. Yeah. You know what's really weird though, Sam, is that Dallas has the second worst record in the NBA, and they have a full roster of competitive. Players. I know that's and, yeah. And Max side plays there. Wesley Matthews, Harrison. Barnes, I mean, you look at this top. Dirk Nowitzki. Look at the Noel. top five worst teams. Atlanta is just like a dumpster fire. Terrible. All their guys: Millsap, Horford, Teague, and Corver. All those guys gone. Yeah. The six win team salvaging nothing from that. No returnable pieces at all. Knew we they'd be terrible. Then there's Dallas, like you said. Wesley Matthews, Harrison Number Barnes, two, Dirk Nowitzki. Right? I mean, uh, Yogi Ferrell, like a team, like exciting rookie, uh, like a team that is like, seems to Mr. be Mr. Curry. Yeah, yeah, mini Curry. But Me- all- Memphis, huge injury. But also with Dallas, family. like, it, you have the GM who stated, like, I will never tank. Mm-hmm. That's like the weirdest thing. Like, I will never tank. And I do believe they're trying to win games. Like, that's the weirdest thing. It's like, yeah. I do believe they're trying to win games. Yeah, Rick Carlisle still, like, I mean, still short lease on the rookie. Like, yeah. still, you know, yanking him, putting in Farrell. Uh, yeah, Chicago dumpster fire. Orlando back has fallen hard back to earth. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Dallas, you look at all the way through the top ten, with the exception maybe of Charlotte, uh, and you think, like, man, like, these, these are teams... 
these are all teams that are trying to lose, except for you know Charlotte at number nine right now. And, and, and Pathetically Dallas. trying to win. There's nothing worse when you're at the bottom of the NBA and you're trying to win. Yeah, yeah Dallas is I, I probably... Dallas and Charlotte... And should, is like, Dallas... trying to win. Is Dallas in a worse shape than the Phoenix Suns? I guess not, because yeah. they have the better... They're going to get the number two draft pick. And they have a rich owner, and the yeah. owner wants to win. Yeah, and they... I, I mean, a lot of this is like, is this failed kind of build around aging Dirk? Yeah, they'll get out of this faster then Phoenix will get out of their situation for sure. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Anything else that you, that you would wish for this this Christmas, Matt? I just wish that our listeners have a, a Merry Christmas and spend yeah. time with your family or friends. Sam and I, we are alone on this tiny island that's controlled by China, but is technically not China, or technically is China, we don't really know. <laughs> we're in an abyss, and we're in a great area, but we're, we're loving life, and we're, we're drinking beer, we're having fun. And it's midnight. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas, man. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Motherfucker. Merry I'm Christmas. So Cheers, man. No one I'm with. Then our listeners. Thank you, guys. This has been Dunky Very Much. We're coming back at you with one more before we hit the hay. Uh, I'm going to the best podcast we're ever going to do. The playoff seeds. I, I think yeah. Excited I think this for it. Be our best All right, I'm ready for it. I'm geared up. We're we're pumped. Should we get a mania? Let's get a mania before. All right, guys. All right, we're coming back at you with a, a playoff uh, preview. Until then, we'll catch you next time. This has been Dunky. Very much. Love you guys and good night.